Welcome to the New Puritan Podcast, the podcast that's rescuing contemporary Christianity out of darkness. I'm Mark Arstall, and this is Episode 7. Thank you for joining me today. And today's episode is titled, Are You a Puritan? The Puritan. What comes to mind when you hear that? Crazy, mean, bigots, or haters of fun? Well, the fact is they were none of those things. Or maybe you would say, I don't know anything about them. That might be true because much of what is taught about them is negative or purposely buried away. Granted, no one is saying the Puritans were perfect saints. And yes, they did some things that were questionable. No doubt, no one is denying that. However, today I would like to speak to you about the Puritans, specifically about their position, practices, and beliefs. Long ago, a respected Dr. Fairbrain, speaking of America and the Puritans, said, quote, You must go to America so largely formed, organized, and governed by the sturdy Puritan men of New England. Notice the sturdy Puritan men of New England. If nothing else, that's what the Puritans were, sturdy and strong in faith. Now let's turn to the Bible a little bit and see where it mentions the Puritans if it does. But we find that it doesn't. The Bible never mentions the Puritans, specifically. But the Puritans surely mention the Bible. The Bible does speak about being pure, and this is the ideal that the Puritans sought to conform to. 2 Samuel twenty two twenty seven says this, With the pure thou wilt show thyself pure, and with the froward thou wilt show thyself unsavory. Psalm 24, 4 says, He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not defiled, up, lifted up his soul unto vanity, or sworn deceitfully. Matthew 5, 8, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And Titus 1, 15, Unto the pure all things are pure, but unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure, but even their mind and conscience is defiled. And finally, 1 John 3, 3, And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. There's other verses that speak about purity too as well, like Psalm 18.26, Ezra 6.20, Proverbs 21.8, Philippians 4.8, 1 Timothy 5.22, and 1 Timothy 1.5. And you can go look those up and read them if you'd like. Let's talk a little bit about the Puritan background, uh, who they were, that type of thing. They were first called English Protestants around 1553. Now, by 1568, they were known officially as Puritans. Their original intent, based on their deep study and remarkable understanding of the scriptures, was to, quote-unquote, purify the Church of England from all unbiblical practices and get rid of the Roman Catholic Church and replace it with biblical Protestantism. But it failed. Thus, they fled to Holland and eventually America. They watched as their fathers and families became persecuted and killed by the hierarchy in the Roman Catholic Church. So you can understand that they were intolerant of them and those that might come to power. When people say to you, oh, the Puritans were intolerant, well, they were intolerant of especially of the Roman Catholic Church, but also those other religions that directly and were contrary to the biblical scriptures. Now, by 1620, they had fled to America to start a biblical colony. Now, as a side note here, they had pure motives, but applied them wrong. By seeking to turn a colony, and the world, 
for God's glory by forcing people to conform to God's laws is kind of like the social gospel we have of today or the dominion theology where, you know, it's, it's infused God's laws into governmental societies and make governmental laws to force people to follow those laws. And that's not, that's not right. That is not how God has declared us to do that. We are to declare the gospel and make disciples and let God do the rest, not by force. So by, this, by the year 1643, actually, England did what the Puritans desired and abolished the episcopate. However, by 1660, it was reinstated. Those that want to reform the church are called Puritans. Those that wanted to leave and start a new church are called separatists. So what can we see in the Puritans that give us motivation? What, can we, what do we see in them that we can take and apply to ourselves today? Well, the Puritans had a great love of God and the Lord Jesus. They also had a deep love and respect for the scriptures, that is, the Bible. You know, did you know that they had the practice of reading 10 or more chapters of the Bible daily? They also had a deep love and respect for the church, Jesus' real church, not the crazy, money-hungry one we see today. They also had a deep love for evangelism, but understand this was by no means the easy-believism kind that we have today. They had a deep love for worship of God. They also had a high regard for family, family order, family roles, teaching their children the Bible and salvation, church order and structure. They were determined to display their holiness to all. I mean, that was what was evident about them, that probably a lot of why people disliked them is, is that they, we would say today, wore their holiness on their shoulder. They, they really lived their holiness, and they showed the holiness to all. They turned to the Scriptures time and time again for guidance of things like ordering personal life before God, regulation of society, uh, the structure of the church. Because of their great love for God and the Bible, they rejected things like the wasting of idle time, idle recreations, and vain entertainment, vain displays. And because of that, they hated and did not celebrate birthdays, Christmas, Easter, and many other holidays. It's just the way it was. They saw something different in the scriptures. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8 and 9, and Romans 12, 1, sum up the attitude and practice of the Puritans perfectly. That was Joshua 1, 8 and 9, and Romans 12, 1. They were thinkers, as we should be. So I want you to consider this. It's your thinking, how you think, and what forms the thinking that is the decider of your choices. Your choices, good or bad, is aided and developed by how you think. Now, the Bible says that we have the mind of Christ. Right thinking is influenced and developed. The person and the work of the Lord Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the Bible should be the main driver of all, and I mean all, of your actions and thinking, and mine too. It should greatly influence your decisions. 
Here's what I'd like for you to consider that would motivate us about the lives and practices of the Puritans and how we should reconsider their devotion to God and place in history. Number one, the Puritans had a great love for God and the Lord Jesus. Do you? Jesus says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. The degree of love you have for God and Jesus will be evident in your life. Number two, they had a deep love and respect for the scriptures, that is the Bible. Remember, they had the practice of reading 10 or more chapters of the Bible every day. And I got to tell you that most Christians today can barely get through one chapter. There are some that will tell you that the Bible is not God. Of course it's not. However, the Bible is his book to us and is to be greatly respected. For Christians, we should be consumers of the Bible and its contents. Number three, they had a deep love and respect for the church. That's Jesus' real church, not the crazy, money-hungry one we see today. Four, they had a deep love for evangelism. This was not the easy believism kind that we have today. As true Christians, we are no excuses to be making disciples for Jesus. Did you know that if we give everything to make disciples, many of the problems in the world would go away? Because men's hearts would be changed by the gospel. It's true. Think about that. Number five, they had a deep love for the worship of God. Not as we see today in many churches with the use of rock music as worship music, attractions, entertainment, hip sermons with hip and groovy so-called pastors, the use of psychology and fake healings and miracles, and the list and goes on and on. So here we are. And I tell you, I desire to do those things for Jesus and his church. Friends, we can live in the world and not be a part of it. We can be the new Puritans. And that's why we call our podcast the New Puritan Podcast and our YouTube channel the New Puritan Videocast. If you'd like more information on the Puritans, I would recommend the book Who Are the Puritans and What They and What Did They Teach by an author Errol Hulse. Also, the Puritans were prolific writers, and many of their works are deep spiritual and theological works that reflect a strong biblical truths. So you can go and search on Amazon, uh, for example, just type in Puritan books or books on Puritans. So how about you? Are you a new Puritan? All right, that's going to do it for this episode. Please visit us at kingshouse.org and kingshouse.org slash blog for the podcasts, YouTube, Twitter, and other important links. And when you do, subscribe to the podcast. And as always, we love to hear from you, so leave us a comment, ask us a question, or send us an email at hissaint at gmail.com. That's hissaint at gmail.com. We pray that you benefited from these podcasts. Thanks for listening, and God bless. God bless.